in the first half, I guess, like uh, we just said in the intro, um, it's a nice chance to like just reach out and talk to interesting people. And so I'm quite pleased to have uh, in the studio with us this evening um, the one of the co-founders and the CEO of Shearzies, Brooke Roberts. Kia ora. Thanks for having me. Kia ora, Brooke. Uh, Shearzies. Can you maybe give us a bit of an elevator pitch if people aren't so sure about what that is? Yeah, sure. So we started Shearsies because we really wanted to create a way where everyone could have an equal opportunity to grow their wealth. We saw that um, to get into investing, people felt like you needed heaps of money. There's all this jargon that hits you. And really, there's a whole industry for wealth management. So if you've got money, they've got you know, you've got systems there, but if you want to develop your wealth, there really wasn't anything there. And so um, we created Sharesies so that we can give someone with $5 the same investment opportunities as someone with 500000 and help people um, build their wealth over time. Great. And so this is quite a new thing, right? Yeah, we've been going for around, well, three years now. Um, we've had a, we've had Sharesies out live for about two and a half years. Um, but yeah, I guess relatively new in the investment world. Mm-hmm. And so you sort of said that uh, this was maybe a group of people that wanted yeah. to make it more accessible. I mean, who who was it? How many how many were there? Yeah, we would get um, a lot of grief, I guess, at the start for how many of us there were. But it was really really important and still is today. So there were seven of us that got together that created Shearsies, and the initial idea came from one of the co-founders, Sonia, who. Um, who was seeing, you know, at that time that there was all this media about millennials and smashed avocado and not being able to buy homes and <laughs> felt really like you couldn't move forward in terms of, you know, those opportunities you wanted. And um, and she's like, I just wish I could invest $50 in, you know, or every payday or something in a fun and easy way and and build that up. And she got connected with some of the other, other co-founders. Um, and one of them was Leighton, who started an investment club when he was 17, putting mm. 50 bucks away each week. And then we were like, oh, you shouldn't have to be Leighton's friend in order to have, you know, to <laughs> have that person to find these opportunities. How can we create, you know, um, unlock this world to more and more people? And so um, it's a really long, colluded story of how we all got together. And um, we all didn't know each other to start with, but we all knew that we um, wanted to create a business that really helped um, unlock opportunities with money and make it a lot easier. And so we had developers, designers, product marketing, finance, all we needed to, to mm-hmm. get Sheezes off the ground um, on day one. Great. It sounds yeah. like a good little team of people. Yeah. And so what is, what's your kind of background in amongst all this? Yeah, so I've... Yes, I've got a finance and marketing background. So I studied um, finance and marketing and I really felt like I would have to choose one of those paths. So I was doing, um, so I did honours in marketing and then I did masters in finance because I really wanted to find a way to um, bring those two skills together. And I, at that time, I just didn't see any career opportunities like that. I thought, I don't, I don't know how you could do that. And before that, I um, I started businesses when I was back at school and always had that kind of entrepreneurial bug and um, wanted to create new things. And so I think um, that combined with that um, university experience was helpful. And then I uh, worked at Kiwi Bank for a while and I managed all their savings and investment products and there got into the deep world of financial regulation and, and how you can um, – and really learning heaps about New Zealanders' attitudes towards money – and, and learning like these small things that you can do as a company that could help people really flourish with their, their savings and their money. And I was like, wow, this is fascinating. Um, 
and then I got to move and then I got an opportunity to work at zero and go into a global role and then just like seeing this incredible Wellington company just blossom globally and being part of that was just yeah an incredible experience and I think all of that has helped um with you know us creating Shazies today and and all of the rest of the team's background too Mm. Hey, I'm going to jump in with a question. What kind of little business did you start when you were in uni? Or? <laughs> oh well, um, when I when I was at school, I um, it all you know started with a tuck shop that got shut down. You know, running it out of my locker got shut down by the school. <laughs> um, to I was in this I was in this community where there was quite a lot of. Um, women who loved clothing and there wasn't really any, um, so this in Havelock North. So there's Mm. quite a lot of wealth that, you know, and like women who have quite a lot of disposable income, it seemed, and loved shopping, but there's no really event around that. And I was like, oh, I wonder if there's an opportunity to create fashion shows or something and get these retailers together. And so when I was at school, I did that too and ran these fashion shows with all the local retailers. Um, Mm. And that was quite a, yeah, a a great little business. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to be a fashion designer way back in the day, and that was um, <laughs> that was all part of it, I guess. But um, found out actually my skills are probably more on this side <laughs> um, than designing clothes. Yeah, and and so do you think you talked about the the finance and the marketing side? Do you think they've come together in Cheersies? Yes, definitely. Yeah, I think um, yes, for sure. I think what I liked about what I really enjoyed about, or what I wanted to get out of studying marketing or that area was just really deeply connecting with people um and I think with Shazies we've created quite a uh, um you we really put people at the heart of everything that we're doing and why we do what we do um and so I think that you know that coupled with this finance world that feels so opaque and so unknown to so many people I want to find out how we can just unlock that and you know I I remember working in banking and um and finding out that you can negotiate on rates, like term deposit rates and mortgage rates. So I was like, my family would have no idea that's a possible, mm. you know? And I, and I was like, and then I hated that I had to be in that situation in order to learn these kind of tips and these tricks. And, um, and it's like, man, we need to find a way where this whole world is so much more transparent and easier for people to, you know, get ahead. Yeah. I guess, um, full disclosure as a Shazies customer, uh, I, I do use the service and I quite like it. And uh, I find that it is quite warm and, and fun in a lot of ways. And you were talking about that kind of insider information mm. or, the, or the things that you learn. Mm. Um, can you talk a bit about maybe the, the blogs, the, the financial literacy that you that does seem to be quite a big part of the overall service? Yeah, we, we focus deeply on making sure if it's someone's first time experiencing this, um, you know, how can we make it as easy and just use everyday language? Like really the the finance industry has put some crazy terms and <laughs> to just things that actually aren't that um don't don't need to be that complicated. So we yeah, with our blog, um we do as much as we can to just um share financial tips and tricks and insights, but also just break down that terminology. Like what is an OCR, an official cash rate, and how does that impact you? Um and trying to really um you know, just use normal language really um, as a key part of that. But really why we do that is we just want to make this world way more accessible to more people and help people build that confidence and motivation to to grow their wealth. And I think um, you touched on this point about, you know, making sure that it's it's fun and easy. And when we started, we wanted to make investing as easy as online shopping, just, you know, because 
you know, if people are investing compared to shopping, I guess that, you know, it's, it's going to your future and, um, but it's also about just making it as simple as possible. Yeah. So you've talked a couple of times about, uh, some simple simplicity yeah. and, and accessibility. Yeah. Um, I guess my big question, I've, I've learned maybe through shares is that previously it would cost maybe $30 per trade to, yeah. to, uh, to buy a share or, or something like that. How has Shazies gotten rid of that? Yeah. Um, uh. So we've we've really leveraged technology. What we knew um, was that with technology available today, there's just no reason, you know, that there needs to be these high um, price points to be able to invest. Um, and so we've built all our own technology to make that possible. Um, and and um, and that means I think a lot of the current companies are on these massive legacy systems that cost them quite a bit. We've automated a lot of our processes and things so that um, it's just it's straight through and a lot cheaper to run. Um, and so because of that technology um, and being able to leverage that as much as possible, we've been able to, you know, make the minimum investment one cent and mm. remove that, you know, $30 brokerage fee. Have you cut out any pesky middlemen? Um not sure like I think what we've done is um definitely disrupted that industry quite a bit um for people that want to be able to um buy in New Zealand companies or or funds on our platform um but yeah I'm not sure if there's this I don't know about pesky middlemen (laughs) (laughs) sure (laughs) so uh Sonia is is yes. your, your fellow one of the co-founders? Yeah, and is she the also CEO or? So she's our um, chief product and marketing officer. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess I was wondering how you, you two, perhaps in particular, might find being a young woman in, yeah. in, in the startup scene or in or in the financial technology scene. How how's that been for you? Yeah, I mean, I can't completely talk for Sonia, but I do know um, she's been around the startup world for a while, being at zero really, really early on um, when it started to um, this company called Collect, which is called Marcelo now. So she's really been in that um, startup world a lot, which has um, been awesome for our growth too. But yeah, for me, I think, um, I don't... I don't know if I've seen any limitations as a woman. Um, I've, you know, we've been raising capital when I'm hapu twice now. <laughs> and I, I do, but I, there could be, you know, like you sometimes don't know what you don't know in some ways. But I do think that Wellington has this incredible community where, um, you know, if you've if you've got a great idea and you've got the momentum behind it and, and um, can, like people really want to support you. And there's a great startup support network out there I think where um, you've had people who have had heaps of success from Trade Me and Zero and other companies like that that are just so hungry to give back and support um, other um, people that are starting businesses and I think we've had the we've been really fortunate to have this really wonderful community of advisors and support around us um, that's helped and being a mum, I think being in Wellington has been pretty remarkable for just mm. only ever being 15 minutes away from my daughter. I think, you know, things like that just make this, um, this, this journey so much easier. Great. So you are centrally based in, in Wellington. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, we just talked off here as well about maybe the the company's growing. Yeah, you're looking to be. Uh, you've got a new space coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any sort of big visions of of where to or how how big you could get? Yeah, I think um, it's interesting because you don't you don't um, like aspire to be like I'm gonna have you know she's gonna have this amount of people or whatever. It's like it's more about the impact that we have. So. We really focus on kind of six things uh, in terms of the impact that we're um, having on Aotearoa. And uh, we're, the, we're part of this community community called a B Corp, um, mm. which is this global community of companies that are certified to have a positive impact on their people. So, you know, um, the people that work at Sharesies, our customers, our community, our environment, and also have good governance, so like board and processes in place, because it's really important that um, that we're setting up a business that's a force for good. So the impacts that we really measure is, um, and I guess how we measure what success looks like to us is, are we creating equal opportunities? That's both. That's from hiring to investing to you know just making sure that all opportunities around Sharesies are equal. Are we helping people feel really confident and motivated as investors? Um, are we creating a really sustainable business? And part of that's working really closely with um, our regulators, so the Financial Markets Authority and the New Zealand Stock Exchange and making sure we're building this really wonderful, robust company. Um, are we, you know, really looking at how we protect the environment and making sure, you know, we are minimum impact or on a phone, but just making sure that the things we're doing you know, aren't making more of a negative impact than required. And then also that um, what are we doing to really help um, communities and partnerships? So we kind of look at things through that lens to go to really drive to our purpose, which is to create the most financially empowered generation. And we think mm. with those impacts, it'll help us get there. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And um, I'm really glad you brought up uh, being a B Corp. It seems like a really great thing. Uh, did I see recently that you were maybe the sort of top level of B Corpness? <laughs> yeah. We um, in one area we were recognised like as in the world, which was really cool for how we treat our people, mm. um, and that means a lot. You know, I think um, we were really intentional when we started Sharesies. We knew we were creating more than just a product. We knew we were creating more than just like the you know the the website you see. Um, we knew we were creating a company and that meant like we really cared about the values that this company had and um, and the people that and the way that we treated people um, and treat people and yeah just really understanding the broader implications of a company compared to just say the product or service you provide and I think having that mindset from day one has really helped us make sure we've got we're just creating an awesome place to work I think yeah yeah I can't buy that's, that's <laughs> fantastic uh, just sort of going back to we are talking about uh, Wellington having a really uh, yeah. good startup culture and, and being quite supportive. Would there be any advice you'd give to someone who might be thinking about, uh, you know, if they've got a cracking yeah. idea and giving it a go? Yeah, I, um, I honestly, in those early days, I was just so surprised how you could reach out to someone and they'll just, you know, you think they're kind of not accessible and they're like, yeah, sure, come and have a coffee or come into our office or something. I was really surprised about just how open everyone was. Um, so if you've got a, an idea and you want to run it past someone, you know, don't, don't be shy, just do it. And, or, um, uh, but I think what with shares is in particular and something I've learned from this experience is um, 
if you if you need other skills to get that idea off the ground, like go, you know, do share the idea and find people that um that are as passionate as you to help bring it to life if needed. I think that is something that has really helped us um, grow and continue to grow is just having that strong foundation of, um, you know, a group of us that had all the core skills we needed at that, you know, at the start. Um, and I think a lot of people try to do it alone, but then it gets really hard. And it's, um, and so, you know, and you're trying to juggle, your, you know, and if you can share the load a bit, I found that to be really a wonderful experience. Great. Um, one thing I've been a little curious about for a while is your logo is uh, <laughs> pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any story there? There actually kind of is. And I think um, Ben would be, he's a, he's one of the co-founders who is also, um, who heads up our design and he'd be so wonderful at telling the story. But he started, it all started with Shearsies when we first launched. We're like, we're really deeply cared about making this world feel really accessible, right? And so um, Ben's incredible mind was like, oh, share these, yeah, share fruit. And so we had, and we were all this, were heaps of different fruit. There was pineapple, watermelons, all of this on our, on you know, it's kind of, when you came to share these, there was fruit at, coming at you. And it was quite cool. And then um, as we started to like refine our brand and build it, the pineapple really stood out. And um, Matt, who's a designer at Shearsies now, uh, started to help refine that. And essentially, the pineapple is a really interesting background. Um, back in the day, royals used to hire pineapples for their ban banquet dinners, and they would, you know, have them in the as centerpieces. And it was like something that's seen as quite elite, and um, and you know, and also a um, sign of hospitality. And then, you know, and then you come to today and you can get pineapple rings at the fish and chip shop and, you know, canned mm -hmm. pineapples and it's way more accessible these days. And and we kind of like that journey of, um, of you know, there's something that was only for the wealthy few now being open up to, to more and more or everyone. And I think that's a little bit of it. But if you also look at the logo, um, you can see that it, some people are like, oh, there's like a horseshoe and then there's my Ooh. investments inside and then they're growing, <laughs> you know. With the, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but that's kind of a little bit of the story behind the pineapple. <laughs> cool. That's, that's a great and, and quite unexpected analogy. <laughs> 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 um, I, I would say to the listener as well, um, Brooke, the the colour you're wearing today is bright yellow, pineapple yellow. Yeah, it's not a uniform or anything. No, I know. And it matches my notebook too. It's pretty. Oh, there we go. It's not on purpose. She's just she's living the brand. Yeah, yeah, a great ambassador. Hey, well, thanks so much, Brooke, for coming in. Thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed this conversation. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah. Thanks.